What is going on, y'all? Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. It is Wednesday. Amazing stuff. Wednesday, and we got some stuff to be covered. Before we start, do me a favor. Hit that like button, smack it. Lay the smack down on like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your peoples, 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 peoples about the show so we can get the subscribers up and a message out. Do it now. You still have time. Topics to be covered. We today are going to do a deep dive on the mindset of a school shooter. We kind of talked about this on the JLP show a little bit. Nick the Anchor Baby talked about it yesterday on his show a little bit. And, um... I just wanted to give my take on it and my perspective on it. And I want to give you guys some details, right? And um, as really a warning to parents. So we're going to get into that and tell your people about it because it's going to be some stuff, right? And if you agree or disagree, you can call in. It is a talk show at 888-775-3773. And we can talk about the topic at hand. And maybe you want to give your take on the situation, right? So 888-775-3773, you can call in and we can talk about it. Um, There are lines open right now, so make sure you get in there early and not too late so I can get to your call. Um, You know what I mean? So you can do that. Um, if you can't call in for whatever reason, but still want to talk about the topic at hand, you can send a super chat by going to the, the chat box and hitting the super chat button, or you can go directly to buymeacoffee.com slash Joel Friday TV. It's kind of a little bit more fun over there because you could donate a donut, a donation in the form of a donut with your question or comment. And I will read them live on air and, um, we can interact that way as well. Because I can't always get to the reading the, the actual chat. So you do have that option. And um, I will make sure to get to those. Okay. I am on audio podcast platforms. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. So if you want to listen to the show audio only, um, you do have that options to go to whatever platform you seem to like. And you can listen to my past shows all the way up from the beginning up until today, audio only, if that's what you're into. So you can't do that. Let's get right into it. How's it going, chat? Carver531 says, are they real donuts now? No, I wish. They're donations in the form donuts in the form of a donation. But um Find me at coffee.com slash Joel Friday TV. So let's get right into it. Um, man, I wanted to talk about this because this is like a such a like deep and telling subject, school shooters. And as a matter of fact, I think in the mainstream media, in the news, on podcast, these things aren't talked about enough. Besides from like people here at Bond, a network, the network, the people on the network here at Bond. Other than that, this is not talked about. 
And if it is talked about, it's not really like broken down and understood, right? And I think that's the problem because then people don't see the cause and effects and the seriousness of um, of the, the mindset of these people. And I want to break, I want to break that down. So um, we got some callers calling in right on. Um, caller, just give me a second. Let me uh, lay the groundwork for the, for the, the topic. And then I will get to you. There are lines still open, guys. 888-775-3773. So, like I said, this is a warning to all parents, what I'm about to explain, because this can happen to your child. And I want you to think about that as I'm explaining this stuff, because nobody is exempt. Not one person is exempt for what I'm about to get into. So, as you guys know, some that don't, on November 30th in 2021, a mass shooting occurred at Oxford High School in the Detroit uh, Township of Michigan, United States. Ethan Robert Crumley, you can throw up the photo of him, age 15 at the time, was armed with a 9mm semi-automatic handgun. And... Um, he murdered four students and injured seven people, including a teacher. Authorities arrested and charged Crumpley as an adult for 24 crimes, including murder and terrorism. Crumbly pleaded guilty to all the charges in October two, uh, 2022. And on December 2023, which was like, what, two months ago, Crumbly was finally sentenced to a life without the possibility of parole, plus an additional 24 years. You can come back to me. And um, I want to show, I want to explain the red flags that could have been avoided here. I want to, this is why I feel like every teacher that was involved and knew about the situation should be fired. Take them out. Because this is insane that they didn't, they didn't act sooner. They should be fired. They sh there should be consequences to what happened. Because I'm going to give you guys, I'm going to explain that the, the red flags that were visibly there, clearly there, that they did not follow. Okay? So, there was two meetings that led up to uh, the school shooting. I'm going to give you guys the first red flag. The first one was, the meeting occurred after a teacher spotted Crumbly using his phone to search for ammunition and reported him. So, he was in class and the teacher seen him looking up ammunition on his phone. Which doesn't mean anything, right? Crumley told them um, that he and his mother, Jennifer, had recently traveled to a, a shooting range and that shooting was a family hobby. School officials left a voicemail and e email for the mother, Jennifer. She did not respond, but later texted her son saying, LOL, I'm not mad at you. You, have, you just have to learn not to get caught, right? So that's kind of a first red flag, but that first one... You're kind of like, okay, maybe he's telling the truth. Maybe it's a family hobby. Maybe, you know, he's looking at bullets. It, it doesn't have to mean anything crazy, right? But it's still, the teacher should still kind of be like, huh? Because the kid is weird looking. You know what I mean? Like, he's a weird looking kid. And he probably had no friends. So, 
that should be in the back of your mind. As a matter of fact, in the front of your mind when you see him looking up bullets. Right? You shouldn't just believe him when he's telling you these lies. So that's the first red flag the teacher should notice. The second one is where I don't even know how they missed this. But the second one, and I want you to use your imagination as I explain this. The second meeting occurred on the day of the shooting after another teacher found a violent drawing on Crumbly's desk. A drawing of a semi-automatic handgun pointing at the words, I thought the thoughts won't stop, help me. In another section of the note was a drawing of a bullet with the following words above the bullet, blood everywhere. Between the drawing of the gun and the bullet is a drawing of a person who appears to have been shot two times and bleeding. This is a drawing. And below that, that, that picture of the bleeding person was a laughing emoji. And further down the drawing are the words, my life is useless, and to the right of the words is the world is dead. Listen, when, if I would have seen that drawing, we would have called an exorcist on the spot. This man is possessed. You know what I mean? Like he would have had to be confiscated right then and there. Tackled. Teacher should have tackled him right there. Arrested. Subdued him until the authorities came to take the proper precaution. That's ideally what should have happened. But obviously that didn't happen. Let me, let me go on. This is what happened. The teacher took a look at the photo and reported crumbly. He was taken to a, a counselor's office where um, the school staff called his parents and requested that they come in. While waiting for his parents to arrive, the school counselor did not observe any behavior from crumbly that indicated that he might harm others. So the school counselor was like, you know what? He doesn't seem like he's agitated or anything. So it's, he's probably just acting out. He doesn't seem like he's harmful, right? The parents were in, uh, instructed to seek counseling for their son within 48 hours. So they finally get there. And the counselor tells them, like, you need counseling for your, your, your son. There's something weird that might be going on. And if they didn't, uh, the school will call Child Protective Services. The parents resisted the idea of Crumbly leaving to go home at the time and also did not inform the school officials that he recently just they recently just purchased this gun for him. So this is where the school went wrong, okay? This is where the school should be tried in court and consequences should be held because he, listen to this, he was returned to class that same morning, according to McDonald, at the time of that meeting, Kremlin had already placed, so listen, <laughs> at the time of that meeting, so when the meeting was happening, Kremlin already had placed a weapon he was going to use in the shooting somewhere on the school grounds. So they let him return back to school. After the second red flag, they seen the drawing, they did all this stuff. That same, after that meeting, at 9 in the morning, let's just say, they let him go back to school at 10 in the morning. Like nothing ever happened. Forget the drawings, none of that. Let him go back to school. Meanwhile, this whole time, he already had the gun 
hidden at the school, ready to do the act. That same day, Crumbly murdered four students and injured seven in a school shooting incident. Crazy. Insane. And on this, on this part, I want to blame the, the teachers and the, the school. This happens often with a lot of kids. I heard many stories. We report on many stories. This happens often. Parent, teachers don't take it seriously enough or they don't care enough. And they just brush things aside. He was visibly showing you what he was about to do. Not only that, this kid looks crazy. I don't have a picture of him when he was 15 during the incident, right? Um, but there's a picture online of him when he was in court, the, the, the actual time that it happened. This skinny kid with long hair, glasses, nerdy looking, like he looked like he would do something. So what's wrong with the teachers that they ain't recognize it let me just get through this little section here and then we'll we'll get to some calls i see the calls are coming in um there are some lines still open 888-775-3773 but let me just finish this part crumley's parents were charged on december 3rd with involuntary manslaughter. Mind you, this never usually happens for school shooters. The parents never usually get charged, right? But in this case, the parents got charged. Um, on December 3rd, which was a couple months ago, for failing to secure the handgun used in the shooting. Jennifer Crumbly was convicted, Her the mother was convicted of involuntary manslaughter. She is facing up to 60 years in prison. She is facing up to 60 years in prison. So I don't think that means that she's get she's gonna for sure get 60 years. I don't know if facing up to means that it's still that's what they're trying to charge her for. But nonetheless, they're trying to get they're just trying to put her away. I agree with this. I think that they should she should go to jail. For 60 years, I don't know. That's not up to me. Maybe that might seem a little bit ex extreme because she didn't actually commit the crime, but I still think that she should serve time. And a lot of people are like, well, poor parents. The parents had nothing to do with it. The um, It's the son that was crazy. Why should the parents get involved? The mother didn't do nothing but love the child. She doesn't deserve this. I hear you. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. But it's all lies. And I'm going to explain why. Let me give you a little bit of background. Right? Because I did a little deep dive into this man, this kid's background. And after this, I'll get to the calls. And this is why I believe the parents should be. Both parents should be in prison. Ethan Crumbly was born, and just, I'm going to go quick so it's not I don't drag it out too long. Ethan Crumbly was born in Florida to a mother, uh, Athletic Beach, Florida, um, to, to his mother, Jennifer, and father, James, who both had prior minor criminal records from 1995 to 2005 for DUI and check fraud. 
While he was a child, Crumbly's parents both worked in business development and marketing. So both his parents worked in business and development. So that means his mom was not at home with the child, was not raising the child, was not giving him the, the certain things he needs to develop as a normal human being. He was not getting love. Right? Mother was not in the home. She was working with the father. Before the family moved to Washington a few years later, a former neighbor told the Detroit Free Press that shortly after the family moved to Michigan a few years later in 2014, Ethan, only eight or nine at this time, uh, his parents often left their son home alone without a phone while going to bars and going out. They would just leave their nine-year-old at home, right? <clears throat> and they would go to bars and have fun, and he wouldn't have a cell phone or nothing. So a neighbor reported this. The neighbors uh, became so concerned that she filed a anonymous complaint uh, to Child Protective Services, but she did not know if any action was taken. According to prosecutors, Crumbly only friend moved away in 2021. So now he's 15 in 2021, and his only friend that he ever had, I don't know if I ever had, but his only friend moved away, right? And then his the family dog died. So with his friend moving away and the dog dying, he became depressed. Right? He he said that this caused him to be depressed. As early as March 2021, which is six months prior to his dog dying. He stated he started sending his mother disturbing texts. So he was sending his mother disturbing texts about his state of mind. So in other words, warning his mother that his, he's going crazy, which included claims about demons and ghosts inside the home. The parents did nothing. He also report, reportedly videotaped himself torturing animals Um and drew a sketch of himself committing a, a school shooting video of him torching and torturing animals and made a sketch of himself committing a school shooting, which, which he also joked about with a friend in a text message. Parents did nothing. Parents did nothing. At one point, Crumbly allegedly, allegedly kept a baby bird's head in a jar, which he placed in the school bathroom. Nobody did nothing. Parents knew he was a crazy, bat crazy. Parents knew this. They, and, and he warned parents multiple times. And the parents were the cause of it. Mom was at home. And who knows, like, the details of, like, how he was treated in the home, right? Mom was at home. He said he's depressed. They would just leave him alone by himself at nine years old. Like, neglect, right? And he gave the parents warnings that he was going to do this stuff, and they did nothing. So when you're feeling bad for the parents, for being tried in this case, remember that they, they raised this, this person. Because he's under 18... They're directly responsible for his mental health, where he comes from, how he behaves, uh, the schools they put him in, the friends he has. 
Parents have control over all these things. His attitude, his emotions, parents have control over all these things. Meaning that they can influence it differently. They didn't do that. Right? So because of that, he shopped the school and there was many signs and many warnings. And I feel, in my honest opinion, they should go down with him. Because they didn't stop him. And then they bought him a gun. They bought him a gun. He's, he done said he done tortured animals. He done drew pictures of uh, school shooting. They bought him a gun. So either the parents were in on it, and I'm not saying that happened. I'm just saying either the parents are in on it or they just too crazy to see the signs. And if both of both of them means they should be in jail. Cause if they're too crazy not to recognize the signs, they're they're a harm to society. And these things need to happen more often and maybe maybe not to um to a degree of 60 years, maybe that's justifiable. I might be being a little bit nice about that, right? But there should be consequences to the to these behaviors. Because that's how people stop doing these things. And I feel, I almost feel I have more compassion on uh, the school shooter than I do the parents. Because he's 15. He's a child in some form, right? So, come on, throw the parents in jail. Both of them. Mommy and daddy. Give daddy more years. Because daddy ain't step up and do nothing about it. Oh. Um, so let me, I want to hear what you guys think about that. Do you guys agree with me? Do you guys think that that was, that that's fair for the parents to go to jail? Do you guys, what do you guys think about it? You can call in 888-775-3773 and we can talk about it. Um, or you can uh, buy me a coffee.com slash TV super chat and let me know your opinions on it. I would like to hear from you guys and uh, we can get into it. I will read some of your comments here when I get the time to get to that, but I'm going to get to a call. And um, I just want to check real quick just make sure that no super chats already came in. Cool. So let me go to a let me go to Frank out of California. He wants to talk about something. Hey Frank, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey Joel. How's it going? It's going good, man. I, I love your show, man. I love I love Take Show. I love uh one thing I do disagree <laughs> with is uh you think that the, the parents should get in trouble for what they did? Oh, throw them, the, lock them up. I don't know. I don't you, know about that. Did you hear my last part about Ethan's background or no? No, I did, but okay. still the background of okay. the um of the uh of the of the of the kid. I don't know, man. Because imagine you were a parent 
Yeah. And like it's 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 he was just an a hole. And he, it, it, and the child was. Yeah. The child is only an a hole because the parents were a holes first. Yeah. Well, I don't have a kid, so I think I'd have my kids more in check. Because the thing about the parents <laughs> is they have to have the kids in check. So. But that's what I'm saying is that the reason why the kid is out of control, the reason why he's depressed, the reason why he has all these issues is because the parents influenced him in a negative way. Uh-huh. Even though they may have I'd meant well. Yeah, even though they may have meant well, but like I said, the mom wasn't even home. You know what I mean? Raising yeah. the, the child. Um, also, he was depressed. He had all these kind of issues, and the parents were leaving him home by himself. You know, and they were going and, out and to the it, bar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Was, was that what the whole thing was? Is that what the... Yeah, he is was... Is that what it was? They were going to the bar? Yeah, it was eight or nine. According to um, uh, the source that I was reading here, when he was eight or nine years old, uh, the parents would leave him alone by himself without a phone, and it would go out oh. to the bar. Yeah, well, that that's bad parenting right there. That's what I'm saying. Right now, like, right now I, I, I got a buddy that I hang out with, and his kids are usually there when we're there. Mm-hmm. And we teach him. I'm, I'm like, hey, man, do push-ups. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell him to do certain things. I'll be like, hey, man, do this, that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, whenever it's... uh. When there's no parents at home, I mean, yeah. But that's, it's a it's a dangerous situation. And it goes more to it goes it goes deeper than the push up thing as well because parents have to be overcome themselves, right? They have to overcome themselves and be right with yeah. themselves so they can be direct examples and influence positive influences for their children. And when they're how not how would you say that how would you say that we need to be a positive influence to kids? You say what? How would you think we have to be a positive influence to kids? What do you mean? Is it like we have to make you do push-ups or like, no. like should we just say to follow God? Like, what, what do you think? Like, be an example of what following God looks like. Be an example of what love looks like. And in the right moments, yeah. you'll be able to lead and, and guide them, right? But you don't you don't yeah. want to just have them just only just be doing push-ups and, and telling them what they shouldn't shouldn't do. You want to be able to be an example so they can see it directly from you. Because they look at you. So they look at you, exactly. And they they won't have no choice but to be inspired by what they see and and be influenced by what they see because kids naturally look up to their, their parents. That is so true. So that's why I feel they, like... They, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm, sorry, no, I'm saying they, they look at you and they, 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 like, they, they, they want to uh, aspire to what you are. Exactly. Exactly. Their number one hero, and without being like cheesy but their number one heroes are their parents because that's the only people they see that not only are taking care of them but protecting them guiding them leading them they don't look to nobody else so it's like important that parents you know know that man that is so inspirational man because it's what the kids do especially when they're your kids they look at you non-stop i mean you could say what you want to say but they're just going to look at you and see how you live life. Exactly. Cause you got exactly. Cause you got to think of it like this is that they're putting, they have put their full trust in you to guide them because they have, they know nothing else. So they put their full nothing trust else. that whatever you do, they're going to do because they have no other way of learning how to go about life. Hey, well, Joel, I love the hamstring man. And I love you anger baby show, Hake show, uh, uh, Jordan show. Man, have a, have a good show, man, and Appreciate thank you for the insight. 
Right on, Frank. Appreciate it. Call me again. Yeah, for sure, man. All right. Bye. Sounds good. Yeah, parents got to be an example. That's what I'm saying. Like, these parents, and they may not have intentionally did it, right? Because everybody has that that evil within them they, they have to overcome. But at the same time, you don't want to be, you don't want to let that be justification for them failing their, their, their child. And it doesn't mean that they never showed their child love. doesn't mean that they never, I'm not saying that. But there is consequences that come to this, man. He murdered four other kids, right? Whose families have to deal with that. So why shouldn't the parents have to suffer the consequences for, for not doing their job as, as uh, being good examples? Meanwhile, other parents have to suffer the loss of their child due to a kid losing his mind. That's why as people, we got to overcome, parent or not. If you're a parent or you're not a parent, single, married, whatever, you got to overcome. So you can recognize the spirit of these people, the spirit of uh, wickedness. Because the teacher should have been able to recognize something's off with this kid. We got to get them out of here. But they didn't. Uh, Kendrick, first time caller out of Dallas, Texas. Maybe Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Kendrick, uh, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Is your last name Lamar? No. Oh, what about no. Duckworth? No. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, man. No, I was going to say, uh, I agree with you uh, about about the parents, you know, being arrested or doing some time. Like, I know it's unpopular, but I think you're right, but I, I think I might agree with you for, like, different reasons. In what way? Just, like, just like they're going to go to jail, but now I'm thinking if we can just apply that to the blacks, you know, out in Chicago and all these other towns where the kids run around shooting everybody. Maybe they'll get the parents to start raising their kids right. You said, I missed that first little part. You, you said if if what? If we applied that same law. Oh, standard, yeah. But to, to the blacks. Right. That same principle. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they can raise their kids right because they shoot in more people than anybody, really. That's a good point, though. That's a good point. If the parents are also, especially if they're under 18, if the parents are also under law, that if your child commits a crime, that's deep. I kind of agree with that because that makes people second guess the way they're going to um, raise their children. Mm -hmm. And maybe make dads want to come back in the picture. You know, if uh, the family's splitting up or whatever, maybe it'll make the woman want to keep the dad around a little bit more. Exactly. She knows if she's raising it by herself. Great point. she's going to be bad. Great know? point. Exactly. There has to be some type of, yeah, like incentive to make parents. That's a good point, Kendrick. Maybe when a, a JLP or somebody around here becomes president, then uh, we can get that going. <laughs> Well, yeah, that incentive there, you know, it, it makes you, like you said, it makes you think twice. You want to keep a family together because if you don't, exactly. you don't be going to jail probably, or it's a likelihood that you could. 
Exactly. Just having that in the back of your mind, I think, makes all the difference. Exactly. I agree 100%. 100%. Great uh, uh, point, Kendrick. Anything else on this yeah. topic here? No, I just wanted to say that because I saw this morning when all y'all were talking about it. It seemed nice. like everybody was like, oh, no, trans don't need to go to jail. And if this is about guns or this or right. that. And I, I was like, hold on. I was like, exactly. I, was like I think Joel might be on this here. Lock him up. No, I appreciate yep. it. I appreciate it, Kendra. Call me again. Uh, great point. All right, peace. All right, man. Man. Whew. The law says, the law states that if a minor commits a crime, the parent is also, um, what you call it? Potentially guilty. I agree with that. We're in this together. Because that's how parents treat their children anyway. Like, oh, we're in this together until something bad go down. And then now it's the kid's fault. Nuh-uh. They're under 18. We in this together. You go to jail, I go to jail. I bet you that'll make people think twice. I agree with Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. (laughs) I agree with Kendrick. Who do we got to tell? Trump, Trump. Let me see. I'm gonna get to some more calls right here in a second. Let me just see what you guys are talking about. Valerie um, says on uh, "Buy Me a Coffee." She buys. She bought me a donut. Thank you, Valerie. She says parents are responsible a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, and it'll also make you second think about are you ready to have children or you just want to feel good? Because babies are cute. 100%. Let me check here what you guys are saying in the chat. And I'm going to get back to some calls here. Um... All mammies only give. Raymond. No, I won't say that. I'm dying though, Raymond, at your comment. Um, let's see. This guy sounds like a gangster. Chris says this guy sounds like a, a gangster. Cool voice. I think he's referring to Kendrick. Kendrick is a masculine name. Charlie Church says, sounds like more government involvement. I don't know. Hake and um, Nick and Jesse did make a good point that this conviction more so has to do about the gun. And I agree with that. I agree that they're trying to um, get rid of the guns. But I still feel like it's justifiable that these parents are going to jail because the parents, they bought the gun. They knew he was off. He posted the gun on Instagram talking about, I got my new gun. Ask any questions. I'll answer. 15 years old, like that's just crazy behavior. You don't post it on Instagram. So, um, 
Unless you're a rapper. Was he a rapper? <laughs> anyway, uh, let me go to another call. Let's get to more calls. Uh, Gray out of Los Angeles. Wait, hold, hold on one second, Gray. I'm sorry. Give me one second, Gray. I'll get to you right now. Let me go to, because um, I, I, I told Rick yesterday I'd get to him first. So let me go to uh, Rick out of Hampton. How's it going, Rick? What's up there, Joy? How you doing? All is well, Rick. How's it going? Man, I'm fine, man. I right. want to comment on these kids. I mean, you know, I'm yeah. like this. I have some kids of my own. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know where they head is there. You know what they bully? Like, if I see my kid bullying somebody, you know, I'm going to take it to them. You don't bully kids. You know what I mean? Right. You can't tell me you don't know if your kid is bullying or, or he's sad. He's telling he's being picked on. It's like no one wants to take responsibility. Right. You know, and that's that's how I feel, Joel. I mean, it's the parents' fault. Yeah, I believe I bulk up it is the parents' fault. I really believe that. And when you say, and but, then, okay, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead, continue. When you um, because you know, because the parents are the first line of defense when defense when it comes to their child, they know their child. The school just got them for a few hours to teach them some facts for the day. That's it. Yeah. But it's like it looked like everybody's looking for the. Um, teachers to raise their kids, and anytime you t- talk about a teacher getting a pay raise, folks want to sit there and holler and scream talking about, well, they don't deserve a pay raise. You know, teachers here in Hampton, Virginia, where I live at, they don't get paid in the summer, to my understanding. When when, they, when, when school is out for the summer, they don't get paid. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. So what, so what do you mean exactly by when you say the bulk of it has to do with... Well, the- well I mean, because... Because you, it's about knowing your child, staying in contact with the teacher, you know? What's going oh, okay. on talking to your uh, kids? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. hey, where your head is at? You know, what's going yeah. on at school, son or daughter? You know, yeah. anybody picking on you? You have any enemies? Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's All it. That. And, and, and I think you're right in the sense of that there could be a little bit of uh, a, a partial influence due to that environment, meaning, like, if they're, the kid is in school and the the kids around the school but to me that also seems like an, another reflection of the parents because um uh, how do you know that this the school that you have your kid in is a decent school and like you said yeah. are you ask are you sitting down with your your kids at the end of the day or at the end of the week and saying like hey how's it going in school you know how are you right. feeling what's your mindset all these things is, are not um being talked about right you know and yeah. Like everybody wants the teachers to raise their kid. I mean, the teachers yeah. can't do for so much. I mean, if the teachers wouldn't be disciplined for the majority of the time, I believe teachers would want to do more, you know. But right. by the time you get to disciplining kids all day long, you right. have to find you don't care if they learn anything or not. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because this all takes a lot of work and energy. Yeah. Hey, stop that. Y'all need to be quiet, you know? And then they got it's one student to like 30 kids in these schools, you know what I mean? So they can't sit up there and and put all their time and effort into one student all day. Right. And that's the thing about it, you know? That's one thing. That's why private schools come in. And uh, see, a private school, a kid can get a lot of one on one time. Yeah. Not at no public school. Now, if you got them. And as far as I'm concerned, the public school system is is, is phase one. Making kids liberals, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yep. You know, it's phase one. Then when they go to college, that's um, phase liberal two hundred one. Yeah. 
I agree, Rick. Yep. Good points. I appreciate it. I got to keep the calls moving, but thanks. Hey, for, uh... love you, Joel. Keep up the good work. I'm glad you're on here more now, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate it. Call me again. Yeah, love y'all. Be blessed. Be good. All right. Uh, let me go to Gray now. Gray out of Los Angeles. Welcome to the show. You're on the air. What is wrong with the whites? What is wrong with the whites? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, um, I was, I was, I was gonna disagree with you about the parents. You know, being yeah. responsible for, you know, the, the the children's actions, but. As I reflect on my life, every time I was getting in trouble growing up, my mom had to pay for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She had to go to school. She had to pay for whatever I might have broke, playing baseball or stole something. She would have to put her face for me, you know? Yeah. And um, also in in North Korea, there was a, I don't even know about the story, but there was a lady who escaped from North Korea and... She said that because of what she did, that it would trickle down generations. Like, her family's lineage would pay for what she did. So in North Korea, they move like that, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, the family yeah, suffers, because, like, the sins of the family. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, so I, I agree. You know, parents should pay, but it, it, it's also at, at what point it's like, man, like, Sometimes things are just not the way you want them to work out, and you know the kids suffer for that. But you know each situation is yeah. different. I understand that. Yeah. But um, also I was I was listening to Rick talk, and you know my sister she she's a she's a high school teacher. Yeah. And it, it is true. There's like 32 kids to a class, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and these teachers are are overwhelmed, and yeah. they they can't really do much. It's like. They're there to teach, but they end up becoming their therapist, end up becoming everything but a teacher. Exactly. And they can only do so like you said, there's thirty two kids, they can only do so much. And they they're they're trying to teach like curriculum, right? Or whatever. Their job is not to be spiritual advisors. They're not their job is not to be disciplinaries. Their job is to teach them whatever they're supposed to teach them, right? So Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just unfortunate. But that's that's it's also have and Teachers should get paid more for one, because they do have to deal for six hours of the day or however long it is. They have to deal with the behaviors of children that come from parents in the home. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So it's more than just teaching this stuff. They end up being like you said, babysitters and all that. So it's crazy. Yeah, yeah like you too. Like you're you're a dance teacher. I'm sure you have to deal with that too. You deal with people's attitudes, probably even the the you know the parents' attitudes. Absolutely. But the, the the good thing is that I don't have them every day for that many hours. <laughs> yeah. So I can like deal with it and do yeah. say my little thing and then yeah, go back yeah. home. You know what I mean? Right. You can forget about it. But now <laughs> teachers, they're, yeah. they're in there, bro. Like yeah. my sister talks about it and it's yeah. rough for sure. Um, You said something that I wanted to, to comment on. Oh, is that... um. It may not be the consequences, like you said, it may vary due to the situation. But my point really is what I'm saying here is that there just needs to be consequences. You know what I mean? Because there's consequences for the child who commits the the crime or whatever, or parents always want to punish children for the things that they do wrong. But parents never want to be punished. 
You know what I mean? And I feel right. like yeah. there should be at some point some type of consequences. I think throw them in jail, especially if they do murder. But say, yeah. but there are different situations that may need different measures. But consequences for sure, I think, would change a lot. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, you got to hold people uh, responsible for their kids, you know. And yeah. But we got to keep that same energy, you know. I think yeah. Jesse said earlier, you know, if they're going to start doing this, he <laughs> I know he joked, but he was saying, like, that most black moms would be in jail. Yeah. Because of everything that's happening. So yeah. if that's the case, then we just got to go full on it, you know. Yeah. And start start putting security guards, start putting these metal detectors in school. I don't know why that isn't the case already. Yeah. Um. You gotta just go all way, but that that that's gonna that the outcome of that is you're living in some type of prison world, yeah. you know, yeah. where everything is, you're you're controlled completely yeah. to to avoid these incidents. Yeah, and I think so. Freedom is gonna, freedom is gonna, you know, it's gonna be up. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be what's the word? Uh, freedom's gonna have to be given up. Yeah, if you want to live yeah. in in a safe world like that. I think realistically, though, Gray, I think that we're not going to, who knows what, what the future is going to hold, but I think the odds of people wanting to crack down, because I, we obviously know government and a lot of people are, are involved in these things for the sake of power and money. So actually keeping schools safe or actually keeping kids safe is not like a priority. So I think the best thing that we can do um, is, and JLP says it all the time as well, is is focus on our own, in our own world, meaning like make sure we're right and make sure our kids are right so when our kids do go out in the world, um, they're prepared and they know how to deal with things and, and they're learning how to overcome at a young age so that way they're not subject to these crazy situations. Yes, sir, I agree with that 100%. I appreciate it, Gray. Anything else on the topic? Uh, no, no, no. Like I said, I was gonna disagree at first, but then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? My mom went through it. I, you know, everyone else should. Yeah. Get you know, the kids are acting up. Bring bring the mom to school. Embarrass them. They'll yeah. stop doing these stuff. Yeah. Make you know, them. The break. last thing that the kid want to do is bring their mom to school. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's <what> you, <laughs> exactly. Bring them in front of the class. So, no, I appreciate. Yeah. I appreciate it, Gray. Um, right on, man, and uh, call me again. All right, for sure, bro. Have a good one. All right, you too. Um, not to rush you guys out the phone either, but, I, you know, I got an hour, and I got other calls here. Um, first priority, focus on your own life. First priority, focus on your own life. You make sure you get right. Make sure your kids are right. And then um, while you're doing that, we also hold other people accountable, our brothers and sisters. But we have to do it with love, right? We can't just be judgmental. But we do it with love. But because it's out of control. And nobody's saying or doing anything. And um, but before we say and do things, we got to make sure we're saying and doing it from the right place and that we're overcoming ourselves and we're not being hypocrites. So uh, a little bit of time left here on the clock, but let's go to another call here. 
Let me go to uh, David, a first-time caller at a KS. I know Sean didn't expect me to know what KS means. Kansas? Uh, or is it hate? Kansas. Right on. And Nick says, hold on one second, David. Nick says, oh, it was Kedrick, not Kendrick. Oh, my bad, Kedrick. Appreciate it. Okay, David, first time caller out of Kansas. Welcome to the show, man. You're on the air. Hi, Joel. Thanks. How's it going? I'm uh, I'm doing well. I'm not good. I'm doing well. Right on. Because no man is good. That's right. Uh, I uh, was calling. I first, I uh, really enjoy your show. I'm, I've been a longtime viewer of the the Jesse Lee Peterson network. And, uh, I enjoy seeing the, the Jesse Lee Peterson show in the morning. I, I work from home more now. And, uh, so I get a lot of time now to watch the network and as the shows go and I've been seeing them develop. And, nice. um, I really enjoyed seeing your develop. I really, uh, I'm new to your time frame, So I've really only been able to catch a few shows here and there and, Right so I'm still kind of learning what your show's all about, and I enjoy listening to it. Right on. Um, well, I appreciate you tuning in. But, yeah. Uh, do you remember Earl? <laughs> Earl like a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, I remember Earl. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I always, I always wondered what ever happened to Earl. Did we ever find out, or did did we think he finally moved on? It moved on. <laughs> There's speculation that he finally moved on, but we don't know. We don't know what, where he's been. He Earl like a squirrel. I think he's going nuts. <laughs> I think, <laughs> yeah. I think um, yeah, he just stopped calling, and then uh, we just didn't hear from him again. And he would call every James show, uh, Jesse's show daily, but he just stopped calling. Yeah. So we're not sure if he moved on, he passed on, or he gave up, but no sign of Earl. Lately, well, you know, he was kind of uh, one of those harasser calls, anyways. Yeah. But it yeah. seemed like Jesse had a lot of fun with him. And, yeah. Uh, I'll say this: I'm glad I don't see a lot of those callers as much lately. So it's yeah. nice to hear a little less of the, you know, rhetoric. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I think Jesse's brave uh, for taking on those calls yeah. and Hank, and yeah. it's like not hate, hate, and all the others. You know, I I enjoy that. Anyways, I know you got other calls. I just want. Ask something real quick. I, yeah. I I know you dance a lot, and I know it's it's one of your things. You're really into your health and stuff. And yeah, I was going to ask you if you thought maybe that would be a segment of your show that you'd talk because I work out from home a lot, right. and I'm trying to get good health tips. And I didn't know if because you seem like you take good care. So going to start talking about you know like your workout routine and stuff like that. So oh. I didn't know, but interesting. I never thought about it. I never I, thought about. Are you there? You're breaking up a little bit. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. What'd you say that last part? Well, I was just saying I really enjoy the dynamic of each show, and uh, you know, you're you're so into your health, and I, I personally, as one of your new viewers, I would love to. Not telling you what to do in your show, but yeah. uh, I, I I thought maybe if you would talk more about your personal workout routine, what you do to stay in your good shape, I would enjoy some of those tips as somebody who works out from home. So 
Interesting. That's actually not a bad idea. I might have to. I'll think about that, uh, David. It's um, I never considered it, but um, it might be a good idea. So I appreciate that. The tip. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, I love the show. I'll let you move on to college with probably more intelligent things to say, but uh, no. I enjoy, enjoy everything. Take care of yourself, man. Thanks, David. Appreciate it, and call me again, man. I will. Take right. care. Nice. I never thought about that or considered that. I don't know. Somebody asked me, how much do I bench? Everybody love the, the 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 bench. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know. I I have not tried my max in so long, but over two twenty five for sure. I just don't know how much over two twenty five I can do. But I just don't. I I prefer. I I go heavy, but I try to like keep my heavy at like reps between. Seven and thirteen, right? Um, so because of that, it doesn't allow me to like really find out how heavy I can lift because I like to get a good pump. So it, I haven't maxed out on anything to find out. So I don't know, but definitely over two twenty-five. I just don't know how much, how much I can do of that. Um, but anyway, I got to end because American Anchor Baby is coming in and you know he got a good show coming up. As a matter of fact, he talked about this situation. I believe he touched on it yesterday. So um, he beat me to it. So you want to check out. he, Him and Hate got the, the – and Sean, the producer of Jesse Lee Peterson's show, they get the, the news quick. So if you hear from me, it's late. But American Anchor Baby is coming in, so make sure you stay tuned in and switch over to his platform. I believe it's going to give you an alert, so you can do that and just switch over straight to him, and you don't want to miss that one. So I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'm here tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thursday. It's my last day of the week until uh, of the podcast, at least. And um, so you want to make sure you tune in tomorrow for my last show of the week. And... Until next time, y'all, follow me across the board, Joel Friday TV. Subscribe, subscribe, share, share, share. Check out my new video I just posted with Jake Julius. We got some more uh, videos we're about to uh, post soon. Share them, like them, tell your peoples about them. Until next time, y'all, bye.